Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks and uh, just loving 2022 here as always with my friend Stephanie Wesco. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. Did you have a great Christmas? We did. We did. We had a great time. Had a bunch of people at our house and um, made lots of good memories. And just for full disclosure, folks, uh, everywhere, uh, it's like December 28th that we're going ahead and recording this, which is good for us. At one point, we were just barely a week ahead, so uh, we're at least a couple weeks ahead at this point. But we had a great Christmas as well. The kids, uh, you know, everybody just had a great week. Went went down the Prime Rib Road, which is our road for Christmas supper, and uh, very enjoyable. And we just had a really good time of laying around. We got, everybody kind of had the cold, sore throat, headache, maybe Omicron, maybe cold. Who knows? I mean, everything's everywhere. Who just knows anymore? Just thankful that we're feeling better and doing well. And before uh, COVID, we got colds and we just got colds. Yeah. Now everybody freaks out. So let's just go back to say we've got a cold. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think this comes down to a few things, really. This, this is the new normal. I mean, you know, so like you say, we just got to move on. You know, if you're, if you're not in the hospital and you're getting well, well, let's call that a great day and just move on. If you're in the hospital, we're praying for you. We love you. And, uh, so, so Christmas. So now how did you guys do church? Do you have like, we didn't have a Christmas Eve service. You guys don't have a Christmas Eve service, do you? No, not unless it falls on Christmas Eve, you know, right? Uh, Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think if, if, like next year will be different because everything's falling on a Sunday, but I doubt we'll even then have a Christmas Eve service. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm not so. judging anybody. You know, uh, I remember when Christmas last time Christmas fell on a Sunday, I think it was seven or eight years ago, 10 years. I don't remember. I had a broken wrist. I, I it was, a, yeah. And so we yeah. as a church had Sunday morning, you know, we didn't have uh Sunday night. We didn't have a Christmas Eve. We just had Sunday morning so people could be, you know, families travel in just for the day or whatever. But you still got to have uh, your service with God. But I'm sure whatever people do, and I know your church will have definitely have a Sunday uh, service as well. But, hey, we're going along. Here we are in the book of Proverbs. And, you know, Stephanie, I really have been enjoying the book of Proverbs. It's, it's been a help to me. It's been a blessing to me. I, um, You know, it's kind of fitting in, you know, my Bible reading, and I'm wrapping up my year of Bible reading. This morning, we were in Psalm 147. We were in Zechariah, I think. Uh, We were in Revelation 16. Uh, So we're coming to the end everywhere, man, (laughs) and coming to the Uh beginning of a new year. But I enjoy that. But, uh, you know, when you're in Psalm 147 and recognizing the king and all those different, you know, I just love that we get in God's word. And, uh, and we're recognizing the king and, and that's what Christmas is the birth of the king, the real king, the, the true king, the, you know, it's just been, 
this year has been a really sweet year for our family, and I'm so thankful for that and for our ministry. You know, as we uh, here we are embarking upon a new year, and we're really just about 30 podcasts uh, away as I speak. About 30 podcasts from now, we'll be celebrating the second year anniversary of the podcast. And uh, that's pretty exciting. For two years, we've been with these folks, Stephanie, and taking a ride with them. We, we've been everywhere, man. We've been through the book of Philippians, for the book of uh, Philemon. Uh, I think we were um, Psalms, uh, Job. And uh, here we are in the book of Proverbs. And I think there were some probably other books in there. I think we did a little bit of this and that and what PTSD is and where we're going with that. And But right now we're in the book of Proverbs and pray about where we go from here. There's a couple things we're praying about. And one of them is maybe looking at heaven, you know, maybe going through and just looking at what heaven is. This is great or joy or maybe looking at the life of Christ, maybe going on to the book of Ecclesiastes. Pray with us and if you got an opinion on that, if God's moving your heart, make sure you PM us. We sure have uh, enough time left here in the book of Proverbs to look at that and uh, see where we're going from here. And the whole goal is to reach out to people um, whose hearts are hurting or people who help people whose hearts are hurting and talk about what God's word does for us. Talk about how we're not lepers. We're not anything weird. We're just folks who are going through stuff. We're a bunch of sinners and uh uh, we've been through some junk. We met some idiots along the way who traumatized us, who uh, hurt us through trauma, through war, rape, whatever the case may be. Maybe we're the idiot who brought on our own trauma through accidents, whatever the case may be. But here's the good news. Uh, we serve a great God, and every day, Monday through Friday, we're going to keep looking at that great God in 2022. I'm committed to that. I know Stephanie is as well. And uh, we're just going to keep doing that. Once in a while, we'll bring in a guest or two. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll get Josh Crockett back with us and uh, maybe Pastor Miller. Maybe, well, one of these days we'll do Mrs. Norton from the Norton knuckleheaded moment there. And speaking of the Norton knuckleheaded moment, Stephanie, I, I went ahead and told Stephanie, I'll start this one, uh, which is our first one for 2022, even though you've heard last week. And uh, But you might be a knucklehead if you say stupid things and are jealous of gifts that people get. At Christmas time, kind of Stephanie kind of hit on that two weeks ago. But I think that if you look at that, you know, I saw somebody write out on Facebook, you know, a guy uh, and his wife bought a van, you know, for their family. The pastor and his wife bought a van. You know, you need transportation. And someone, you know, wrote out there, boy, you met bank. You spent a lot of money on that. Stop it. Man, that's being a knucklehead. Folks, be happy. Have you ever bought anything in your life? You know, come on. Do you need a car to drive? We need to cut that out, man. That's being a knucklehead. That's all I want to say. I mean, we could, yeah. you know, that's kind of being a knucklehead, Stephanie. There's no way. Have you seen people like that? You have, right? Oh, yeah. We experienced that on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jealousy. Well, it just kills. And when it's spiritualized, you just, it, it kills the spirit of God moving when it happens in a church service, um, in a in a, you know, don't turn testimony session into a bragamony. No, I hate that. That's shredding other people while yeah. you're talking about yeah. Yeah. God. It's, it's my, my kids, my older boys were like, we shouldn't have expected anything different. But, you know, when you're left just wanting to either laugh or your eyes are puke. Yeah. It's just like, please stop it. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think this is my thought on that. You know, I wish sometimes the Lord would like, uh, you know, have someone pee their pants when they're doing that or something, just pee all over the place. And then nobody would ever do it again. But that's not, you know, God is a, he's a just God. He's a good God. And, 
You know, because wouldn't that be fun if someone's up there during bragamony slamming people and stuff, and all of a sudden you just see wetness go right down the front of them? <laughs> Man, I, wouldn't you love that? Uh, I saw a kid Maybe puke one time when he preached. Good. I thought that was fun. But, yeah. I, yeah. Traumatizing. Yeah, yeah, it does. And and people, that whole bragamony thing, that just bothers me. But And, and then I want to say this, things we don't say or do to people with PTSD. And, folks, I want you to really think about this. And this is an actual comment that someone made to one of our listeners. Poor thing, you got triggered. You must be really sensitive. Let me tell you what. If you say that, you're a knucklehead. That's things we don't say and do. You're a poor thing. You must be very sensitive. There are some people. You know, Stephanie, going back to my theory that 50% of the population are knuckleheads. I mean, it's just there. It's real. Not much you can do with that. And uh, if we know that, we're at an advantage. We know we serve a great God, and we know we're going to deal with people who are knuckleheads and just get away from them. You know, getting away from knuckleheads. I, did you see the post I put out? I, I've been working a little bit in the background writing notes. Uh, for the next next season of our show. And I know this first season's just wrapping right now. He's literally working on, I think, episode six out of 12. They're wrapping everything up right now into production. But I, uh, I'm i thinking about this second one, really hopping into trauma, the abuser, you know, how to get better, what's next, how to get better, and uh, uh, paying it forward is next season. That's all we're going to do, 12 episodes of four things. We're going to really sl- slow down and look at those things, but, you know, over and over again, in my mind, uh, you know, what narcissists do to people, Stephanie is dangerous. And, you know, I wrote out there the reality of it, you know, just the reality of what a narcissist does to groom people. And, uh, you know, that's real. And, and well, you did, you, you answered on it, you wrote something on it. So, uh, you said, yeah, live this life. And, you know, I just wrote out there, the narcissist has at his disposal, all the evil ones traits. And, and folks, yep. let me tell you something. They, they employ them as they need them. They, they use flattery, yep. intense vulnerability, sharing secrets, affirmation, encouragement, man, that they work people, they're grooming people. And they do that. So other people, Oh, I love Stephanie, you know, and out there in public, what a great gal, you know, Oh, she plays the piano. She works so hard. She makes a mean New York style cheesecake, the recipe I shared with everybody. But I mean, that's, (laughs) that's, that's, I wanted to put it out there because people were kind of mad at me that I waited a couple days after I said, I'd put it out there. I, I, I I had dental work the day I said, so I didn't listen to the podcast for a couple days later. And people were all over me like, where's the cheesecake? I'm sorry, man. And, uh, you might be a knucklehead if you don't forgive Doug and, uh, but I got it out there and, but that's all part of grooming. And, and, you know, and as we go into Proverbs, we see what people can be like and what people, and, and that's both sides, Stephanie, what you can be like, if what you can be like, if, you know, you got choices, you can go down the wrong road or right road. And so we're in 11, uh, we're in Proverbs chapter 11, we're in verse number one. And we're going to do what we've been doing in the book of Proverbs, where we just kind of go through and do a verse at a time. And uh, it says, a false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. So as soon as you go in there, a false balance. And, you know, to me, it gives me the idea of uh, somebody saying there's a pound of weights in the old-fashioned time on that scale and there's only three quarters of a pound or there's a pound and a half, you know, where you're trying to sell somebody something or they're trying to sell you something. It's defrauding people and uh, it's being dishonest. I mean, what are you thinking, Stephanie, when you get to that idea of weights, what comes to your mind? Well, what comes to mind is whenever I hear that abomination word, we better, we better listen up 
And um, this is, I, I think this whole concept of a false balance, um, obviously we think of it in terms of money, in terms of trade, you know, buying, trading, being honest in our dealings. And I think that is very important um, that you don't rip people off. Um, and that's done in the Christian world now. It's all justified and, and whatever. Um, and where, you know, someone trusts you because they view you as an honest businessman and you're ripping them off. Um, <laughs> anyways, that's a whole other subject. But being honest. And, and, let's, and let's just be clear. You were ripped off. I mean, here's this widow coming back from Africa, hire somebody to uh, put an alarm system in her house and they charge her like five times too much and it still doesn't work. And it's a Christian. So you want to talk about this scale? I mean, and, and the Bible's saying right here, that's an abomination. You just ripped off Stephanie. You ripped off Stephaniah. And man, De Debbie and I, if we see the guy again, we're committed to beating him up, but I, I, but that word abomination, I, I want to go back to what, and we let everything go. We'll, we'll give out names. I tell you, when one of us has got a terminal thing, we'll, we'll give out names. But right now we are, we've committed to that. We, we've committed to that to you guys. But when, when, when that word abomination is used, you know, you yeah. got to admit that's reserved for terrible, horrific. Well, it is. And it's, but yeah. what's, what's ironic is when we look at the list of other things that are listed in Proverbs as abominations, we're talking pride. We're talking arrogance, the afro word mouth, um, sowing of discord. I mean, that list that God calls an abomination, things that he hates, this is another thing in that list of abominations. And so taking this very seriously that our honesty matters and, and this passage we're going to talk about, um, integrity that's coming up. So obviously this is something heavy on Solomon's heart, the subject of honesty and integrity. And, you know, we just talked about narcissists. Well, narcissists are experts. Okay. And I know this from personal experience. Narcissists are experts at making it look like they're the most honest, upright people on the oh, planet. They tell you it over and over. Yeah. Behind doors, they're hacking, they're hacking computers and laughing about it. Behind doors, they're laughing about beating the judicial system in one way, shape, or form. And slandering and people. Them. Yeah. And so, and so this, this whole subject of a false balance, a narcissist's whole problem is they have a false balance. They have no balance. Their balance is tipped to make them always come out as the ones who are right, as the ones who are honest, as the ones who are the victim, whatever. So this false balance thing, in other words, they're dishonest. And so that's going to be a main topic here is the whole subject of hypocrisy, integrity, um, being righteous versus being wicked. I mean, we're going to, that's what we're, Solomon's leading into in this whole proverb, the beginning of this whole proverb. And so this subject of a false balance of dishonesty, of being someone who, when the rubber meets the road, when the truth is told, you're an Achan, you're an Ananias and Sapphira. This is very serious. God does not joke with this stuff. No, and, 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 you know, uh, folks in, in, in the book of Romans, and I, I didn't look this up. I should probably have, uh, you know, jump over to Romans chapter 12, but it talks about that we're not slothful in business as Christians either. So, you know, we're dealing with two sides of this and, and what Stephanie just said is exactly right. This is, these verses are talking of a narcissist and yeah. it, it's talking about, you know, inching out a little bit more. What can I get from somebody? And, and folks, that's being slothful. It's wrong. 
You know, if you're in business as a Christian, not only should you satisfy your customer, you should go to a different level and, and make sure, you know, you promise little, deliver much is what they say in the sales business. So I have a business degree back in college. I was in recruiting. You know, there's a lot of different things like that. But you, you always promise little and deliver much. And so you promise just exactly what the product is, but you deliver more. You want to leave people with their thought, man, these guys did more for me than I expected them to do. It's like going to a church. Uh, you know, if you're, if you happen to be a pastor or pastor's wife or in the leadership, you're involved in the welcome committee. Uh, we promise little and deliver a lot. We make sure they get that cup. We make sure they get the pen. We make sure we go out and visit someone at their house. We want them to be a member of our church unless they're a knucklehead, unless they're a nar- we, we do. We don't want people that cause division and narcissists cause division in church. They hurt people, you know, when, as soon as that bad juju starts going on, you know, you got a couple options. You can shoot at them with a BB gun in the parking lot every time they come. So they want to go to another church or you can handle it biblically and say, you're a narcissist, get right or get out. And, yeah. uh, and, and I, I think Stephanie, this scale thing is, is a very good look at the world today and where yeah. Christianity is going. You know, I want to get a little more out of this because there's people selling things to churches now and trying to uh, seek donations and, and do these kind of things at a level that's scary. And, and folks, listen, keep the scales where they need to be. You know, trust God, deliver what you say you're going to deliver or a novel idea, deliver more. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and that's how families work. That's how relationships work is promise little, deliver more you know, work at it, work at making the other person happy and the other person will work at making you happy. And I, I just guess, Stephanie, I, you know, I think of, you know, the Laura Moses, when I think about this, uh, you know, the Laura Moses commanded people to have those scales. I think of that Romans where it being not slothful in business. I, you know, in my mind, again, not having a concordance open in front of me, but I always go back to that idea in Galatians and in Colossians where, uh, whatsoever you do, do heartily. You know, yeah. that we need to yeah. do it at a different level. So I, so I guess as I'm looking at this, Stephanie, and we're starting out, it's, it's about being righteous and upright. And I mean, you know, what came to your mind when you were ripped off? I mean, what's, what's your thought process when you get ripped off by a Christian brother? I mean, does, is it, does it feel differently than being ripped off by uh, the guy down the road? I mean, what's the feel like? Well, yeah, because I, I, as God's people, we are to be living Jesus Christ. He lives in us. He's, his, his goal, his reason for leaving us here is to be lived through us. What our, whatever our vocation, and I get we're not going to be perfect, but when you're known for being someone who's a con man, um, and I don't, and because this is the bottom line, even it's kind of funny to me that narcissists think they have this great cover. And yes, the people that swear their allegiance to them, the people that worship them, cover for them, whatever. Yeah, they do have a following, but it's been ironic to me, um, to run into other people who have been r- ripped off or betrayed or had that, this false balance thing thrown at them by other narcissists. When we talk, it's amazing to me. We maybe have never, ever, ever, ever even met and then we find out, however God reveals it, oh, you were ripped off by those people too? It leaves you with this feeling of, whoa, this is the reputation. They're doing this. I'm not the only victim here. But it leaves you with a feeling of betrayal because Judas was supposedly Jesus' disciple. He supposedly was the other 11 disciples' friend. He supposedly was so trustworthy 
that 11 other Jewish men, because they didn't see his heart, Jesus did the whole time, but 11 other Jewish men were so deceived by him, they made him the treasurer. Yeah, okay? what a great example. Yeah. And and he betrayed all of those men. He didn't just betray Jesus. Yeah. He betrayed those other 11 disciples who he had traveled with, who who trusted him that much. He betrayed all of them. And I think that's the thing. A fa- a, someone who has a false balance in their life, because if you have a false balance in how you do business dealings, I hate to tell you, I hate to burst your pride bubble, but you have false balances yeah. in other, every other realm of life, because this isn't just a one little realm of life this will affect. Yeah, and hey, and, and I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, and, and I got to say it, I mean, this needs to be said, full disclosure, you know, if somebody really wants to be the treasurer, there's something wrong with them, you know. I yeah. mean, if, if, if someone's begging to be the treasurer at church, they got, they got a couple screws loose. And, uh, I, and I'm not saying that are all bad. I'm just saying that's not a good gig. I'm just being up front with you. I, I was fired in a couple of weeks, you know, and uh, I begged not to be the that, treasurer. That story. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened was I, my boys laugh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So essentially, you know, that the other treasurer was gone. I don't remember what it was. Somebody made the point that I'd taken business classes in colleges. I, I don't remember the whole deal of it. So pastor's like, man, you're, you know, you're equipped, you're trained to be the treasurer. And I said, no, but I, you know, I'm not good at it. I, I, I don't want to do this job. I don't see myself as a bean counter. And Sure enough, you know, I'm the treasurer and we're looking through people's tides and stuff. You know, when I do a tide cycle, maybe a month, month and a half, I don't know, two meetings where I was the treasurer, only two weeks in meetings where I reported income or something like that. And, you know, there's one guy's like getting up, hey, I want to build this. I want to build that. I give all this money to the church. And, you know, I'm sitting here saying the guy gave seven bucks last year. You know, I ended up doing the end of the year statements. I'm like, sit down, $7, shut your mouth, you know. Uh, <laughs> If you can't give what's obedient to God with your tithes, I, I don't want you up there talking. So I got fired, uh, but you know, it worked out all right. And, uh, I, you know, I felt good about it. Uh, but no one th- ever forgot that meeting. I think. Yeah. There a lot of people sat back down at that point. You know, most of the people, the people who yell the louder. So the people usually don't do much. I got to be up front with you there. And, and again, you know, there's some other sides to this and, uh, but I, you know, and, but anyway, I want to start wrapping this up. I just want to say this. And, and I think Stephanie hit this really, uh, really the nail right on the head with this is, you know, a dishonest scale or having the weights off or having the money off or putting anything in your favor is an abomination to God. I mean, we can, we can say this and that's the Doug version, you know, the, the authorized version that I read first is more important, but the Doug version is, listen, man, if you're getting an advantage, uh, that's dishonestly giving you an advantage, you're wrong. And, uh, but God loves it when you do it right. When things are legal, when you're not slothful, uh, when the scales are right, uh, God loves that. God loves it when we, when we're fair. And I think God even loves it, Stephanie, when we're a bit more than fair. Uh, when we go beyond, uh, deliver what you're supposed to and deliver more, you know, so promise what you're supposed to and deliver more. So with that, I don't even think we're going to have Stephanie sing anything more than a chorus or something. So uh, think of a chorus you want to sing, Stephanie, and go ahead and belt that out after saying goodbye. And uh, we'll go from there. You got anything in mind? Sure. I'm going to sing the chorus of a song that we sang at Christmas time here at our church. Do it. 
But the angel called him Jesus, born of a virgin. Mary called him Jesus, but I call him Lord. Man, that's a good song. Listen, folks, we love you guys. Make sure you listen to every word Eric's got to tell you. We want to make sure you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Continue to pray for us. Hopefully, by the time we're making this statement, you can go out to Help the Wounded Spirits and see some links to the TV show. If not, we promise it's coming soon. Give us a call if we can do anything to help you. And eat yourself some cheesecake. All right, take care. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.